0: Crazy. Okay. This is Wizard Opinions. And we've had a sh** <laughs> night thus far. <laughs> <laughs> This is My Wizard. Pin- <laughs> this is Wizard pinions. This is Kyle Mathis talking through a aluminum can with Alex May. Jesse couldn't make it tonight. Um we have a special guest with us, Drew Porter. He's been a friend of mine for years. And, uh, we'll be talking about him and music and things like that. Um,
1: cool. So, yeah. Oh, hello.
0: <laughs> Hi. 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 <laughs> This, how, is this is horrible. Without Jesse, doing? we're tanking. This is Alex. This reminds me of whenever in Wayne's World one, when he when leaves <laughs> and it's just Garth. <laughs> uh, this is this is what this is right now. <laughs> I didn't realize yeah. how much planning and effort went into this. I thought I could just sit here and talk. I think Jesse yeah. actually has a plan.
2: Still pretty much the same for me.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just sit here and talk. So, Drew, why don't you, uh, yeah, Drew and I, uh, I'll get him to talk a little bit. So, Drew and I basically started playing music together, Alex, and this is for you as well, not only the listeners, in this little band called uh, Ella Fair back in the day. And um, from there, uh once that kind of uh dissolved, Drew went on to do some really, really cool stuff. And I'll let him kind of talk about some of that stuff from henceforth. Cool. So yeah, Drew, why don't you tell us kind of what you've been doing for the past few years?
1: Okay. Well, uh, like you said, um, we, you and I played in a band together when uh, so I right. was in school at the University of Southern Mississippi in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Right. Oh, uh, yeah. And, uh, wait, where do you live, Alex? Do you live in Mississippi? Where do you live?
2: Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm currently in, Jackson, cause, oh, okay, cool. uh, I'm going to dental school and, but I went to USM I'm from Hattiesburg, so.
1: Okay, cool. Awesome. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, back, I just needed to know that right this second. <laughs> you've, um, ru- you've ruined the podcast. <laughs> <Pat>. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, Alright, cool. so, uh, it was like 2009. I, uh, had been playing in that band, El Affair, with you. Right. For about a year. And I graduated in the spring of 2009. Um, shortly after, uh, I kind of got in touch with some of the guys in a band called Showbread and I knew yep. they were, they were looking for a drummer and I said, Hey, I play drums.
2: <laughs>
1: I want to play drums in your band. Right. And so, um, yeah, uh, that worked out. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> that's awesome. So yeah, so like a couple months later, you know, I had never been in a touring band before or anything. I'd never really even played to a click track. Right. But, like, two months after talking with them, I was on my first, like, national, like, six-week national tour. Uh, It was, like, a totally new thing to me. Loads of fun. So much fun. Um... After a couple tours with them, I moved to Savannah, Georgia. Well, you were in Portland for a while, right? When uh, you started playing with them. No, that's later on.
0: Oh, uh, okay. okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, from Hattiesburg, I moved to Savannah, Georgia, because that's where they're from. Right. Okay. Lived there, played with them, did several tours for a couple of years, and then at the beginning of the third year with those guys, um, we all moved to Portland, Oregon, which yeah. is a beautiful city. It is So weird and just peculiar, but it's amazing. And I absolutely love it. Boy, I really want to visit.
0: I want to visit. Alex, have you ever been to Portland? No, man. Not even close. Yeah. I I mean, I've always like, I actually almost moved to Portland. Um, when Courtney and I were like first dating, I was like really, I don't know. I've always been kind of taken by that city. I was like, I really feel like I'd fit in there. I feel like I would really love the vibe.
1: Uh, Yeah, man. But I digress. Um, anyway, go ahead. Yeah, well, um, so I was there with them for about a year and, um, um, just kind of moved on from that band, moved back to Mississippi for a little while, mm-hmm. and my friends were like, My friends from Portland were like, Hey, we're starting like this church plant in Raleigh, North Carolina. I don't know if you have anything going on, but just throwing that out there. If you wanted to like come up and hang out and stuff. (laughs) So I was like, okay, that sounds cool. (laughs) All right. (laughs) So I like got a one way plane ticket to Raleigh. Um, went there. Um, was there for about two weeks and was like, hey, this is kind of cool. So I found a job and <laughs> lived there just kind of on a whim for City about a Vans. year and a half. Yeah, like it was so weird because I just was not expecting that me going to hang out with some friends would turn into me living there. But it really did. And uh so anyway, I was just like there part of the church, like working, you know, just a normal nine to five job. And after about a year and a half of that, uh, this opportunity with this other band called Cutlass kind of opened up. Yeah. Yeah. They, they needed a drummer. And so yeah, that opportunity was given to me and I was like, heck yeah. I want to do that. I'm tired of this nine to five job. <laughs> so <Right. laughs> did that. And so been doing that for the last, I'm coming up on my just one year anniversary with those guys yeah, man. and, uh, moved to Nashville in January. So that's where I am now. Berg, that's...
0: You were just in the Ukraine too, though, right? Like you guys just had a tour over there. <laughs> yeah, man. What? Um, and that's a that's a that's a sick <laughs> sick opportunity, I think, and even
1: scary because of the whole Russia Ukraine thing. Dude, it was the craziest thing. We were over there for about twelve days, and we had. I think we played seven shows in those 12 days. And uh, I, I went to Ukraine. I did a European tour like in 2010 with Showbread. Yeah. We were just across Europe, like seven different countries for about a month. Right. I remember and, that. And <laughs> it was the wow. craziest thing. We didn't have a tour manager. It was <laughs> like no one from... You're basically backpacking in Europe with, with instruments. That's that's exactly what it was. Like <laughs> No one from there was out with us. It was literally we got we when we walked out of the airport this guy handed us keys to a rental van and said have a good time <laughs> <And> <laughs> so it was just us. like we kind of put in some address on our gps and so anyway that's how that tour started and we had one date in ukraine uh you know on that run and right. it was just a terrible experience um just because we had no idea how to navigate, like going through customs. Didn't you almost
0: go to prison or something? Like, well, they're
1: not—they're not part of the Euro- uh, European Union, right? So they don't have an open border. So it's like really tricky if you don't know how to, like, especially if you have a lot of gear and stuff, and you you don't really know what you're doing. It was really tricky. So after holding us up at the border for like five hours, <laughs> they. They threatened to throw me in prison because I was driving it. <laughs> <What? laughs> yeah, man. That's crazy. Something about like not claiming some of our gear for tax purposes or something. And uh so what it came down to, the guy was just like, Yeah, I could throw you in prison, but if you bring the girls inside the office some hoodies and some CDs, we're good. <laughs> so, hey man, that's,
0: so, that's awesome. <laughs> I wish things like that worked like that around here. Right. Like, She's got a speeding ticket, but I'll tell you what, right. Odie, we're
1: good. Like I go to the back <laughs> of the van <laughs> and I'm, I'm pulling stuff out and I'm like, as I'm pulling stuff out, item by item, I'm kind of looking at him like, is this enough? Is
0: this enough? <laughs> like, is this enough <laughs> of our
1: merch? We need some more. <laughs> so, so finally he let us in and, um, I was totally stressed out all day because as I was pulling away from the station, he was like, yeah, and if a cop pulls you over, don't tell them that you brought any of this across the border because you could still go to jail. So I was like, OK, right. that's awesome. <laughs> so. Oh, my gosh. Anyway. And like the show, like no one was there. It was yeah. like a terrible show. So anyway, that's when, when I heard about this Ukraine tour coming up, this was the image Scott that was in my mind. Right. Yeah. So yeah, right.
0: that was Showbrad, just to, re- right. with the listeners. So Showbrad, I mean, yes. that, I mean, Showbread's kind of on the decline at this point, right? In this, in the story of Showbrad. Showbrad was um, an extremely influential band, um, for quite a long time, especially in the Christian scene and the yeah. whole tooth and nail scene. A lot of people respect them, love them, and love their music. Um, but this story kind of tells me, like, I mean, yeah, you know, we're just kind of doing it. But it seems like your experience with Cutlass was, like, way better. And I saw some photos, like, on Facebook of, like, that uh Kiev show or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, I just want to hear some more about that, honestly, because that looked legitimate.
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> to, to touch on your point, like. Yes, Showbread and Cutlass, you know, both like Christian bands, you know, right. but like very much operate differently and like in kind of on two separate ends of the spectrum. Absolutely, um, for sure. So, but anyway, so yeah, like Ukraine with Cutlass was way different. Um, and that Kiev show was like the most amazing wait, show. It, wait, wait, is it Kiev? <laughs>
0: Or, I say, yeah. <laughs> like, well, we gotta <laughs> figure this out. Okay,
2: I, I got no clue, <laughs>
1: Alex. What is it?
2: Uh, let me hold on.
1: Kiev, Ruk, 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 how do they Ukraine? say it in Jackson, Mississippi? Oh, <laughs> I have no
2: idea. I've never. I, mean, I don't think I've had a, a yeah. conversation with anybody <laughs> about that. <Hold laughs> Ukraine. Okay, let's look this
1: up.
0: Here we go.
2: How do you pronounce the capital of Ukraine? Right. Okay. Um. It. Dun 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 dun. Uh. Well. Murphy pronounces the name of this city as Kiev.
1: Murphy? Kiev. Who is Murphy? Who what is, is Murphy? Like, like Eddie,
0: Eddie Murphy says Kiev. <laughs> Hold on.
2: Somebody <laughs> says Kiev. Okay. Hercules. This is I know, I don't know who Murphy is. Hold on. <laughs>
0: It's Eddie
2: Murphy Oh, That's it's sad. Senator Chris Murphy Who's he? And then, Why does and he I don't know
0: oh, What are you talking about? <laughs>
2: and so then another person <laughs> I'm it? reading this on a website oh, okay, okay. And then yeah. there's another person That says no, it's Kiev And to answer the question Blah, blah, blah oh, The Russian version Okay, the Ukraine version is Kiev The Russian version is Kiev
0: So so Drew um, so this 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 Kiev show was this the biggest show in your the Ukraine tour?
1: Um yes. So, well, so I- it's I'm not sure that it was the biggest on yeah. the on that tour, but it is by far, without a doubt, the biggest club show I've ever played in my life. Okay, uh, so
0: I, I saw like a stadium in this picture or something. Like, where was that? I mean, right.
1: well, we played a couple of different like soccer stadiums. Yeah, so it's it's kind of hard to tell. I don't know. Like my best guess is like. Maybe a couple of those shows had like eight or nine thousand people. That's awesome. And the Keeve show, it's, first of all, it's the biggest club I've ever been in in my entire (laughs) life. You know, it's different. It's not an arena. It's like a straight up like rock club. That's awesome. And, um, and they were saying like, like 7,000 people, like they capped the room at 7,000 people. Yeah. What? And then there was another like 1,000 or 1,500 outside that they just had to tell, like they just had to go home or something. Dang. So it was like just the craziest thing I've ever experienced. That's the stupidest experience. Awesome. Yeah. Um, how long is your set? Do you guys have,
0: like, anybody opening for you, or, like, what's the deal with that? Like, how, was, how long was your set?
1: Was it just you guys for, like, um, two hours or something, or? Well, on those uh, Ukrainian dates, there was a band from Ukraine. Yeah. They it's, Their name is pronounced, or difficult to pronounce. It's, like, Kreek the She or something. I don't know. I think it's Kreek um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. That sounds right. I remember correctly. <laughs> yeah. It's right. Um yeah.
0: So what are they what are they uh yeah. Prague Alt? they gotta be. Uh
1: yeah, I would really? say I really? would say something like that. Yeah.
0: Man. I would I would listen to that. Yeah. <laughs> First impressions on the name and then just throwing sort of Prague Alt in there. Yeah.
1: Well their name meant uh they translated it into something it's kinda like cry of the heart or hearts like cry or something like that bro were you playing with like were you playing on like were they like cigarettes or something like that (laughs) um yeah really (laughs) 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 no it wasn't that it was like really i don't know how to describe their sound they were a rock band and their singer had a very like big voice like like kind of a like a lower register like big huge voice like uh like barry uh barry white um yes exactly like barry white <laughs> or like the guy from uh nice. circus survive <laughs> 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 which is not that effect, so, uh. so let me ask you
0: yeah um so you know the political and we, we briefly talked about this i'm sure your mother was worried sick um yeah. the political heat going on in, like ukraine and russia i mean like there's actually like kind of some warfare going on like did you see any of that did you see any like did you see any hints of like random terrorism or like you know like was that in conversations was that like a worry or you know because like the way u.s media spins is like hey man it's bad over there like you would get shot if you walked up over there like what's it really like drew in your experience Um, (laughs) that's what i want to know
1: going into it it was like definitely very heavy on my mind like right, right. what the heck are we going into over there um but man seriously the second we got there it just wasn't it wasn't like that at all like you didn't feel like you were gonna get bombed at any second or anything like that i mean right. um i i think that the, the meat just world media really like hype that up because obviously like they feed on like you know, like kind of a, a fear mongering tactic, you know? So, yeah, um, no doubt. mm -hmm. So I, you know, they're definitely hyping that up, but, um, really, I just like, once we got there, I wasn't worried about that. And I don't, I don't think, Any of us were Because it's You see that For the most part It's just people Like living their life Their normal everyday life Like going to school Every day Or going to work
2: Until you guys Showed up
1: Right (laughs) (laughs) And then we came over there And just destroyed Their their way of life (laughs) (laughs) Yes Yeah But yeah So the craziest Probably the craziest Day of the tour though Was when we played In uh, Minnetopo And I know I'm just butchering How you say that But that's the best I, I can think do. think you mean Minnesota. Um, Minnesota, yes. Okay. We went to a Vikings game
0: while we were there. <laughs> oh,
1: cool, cool. <laughs> and we watched uh Brett Favre. Brett Favre play. still playing over there? <laughs> yeah, he's still playing Steve. for the Minnesota
0: Minna- <laughs> Vikings.
1: <laughs> yeah, he came out of retirement. Awesome. Um, That's wise. Yeah, so that city is only like 70 miles from... The war zone or like Crimea or whatever. Uh, um, in, I'm not it. sure where it is in relationship to Crimea, but right. like they call they say like one of the war zones is only 70 miles from there. So that was kind of weird. Like we had a whole day of travel going there. So just the idea of like going over there because they're not like actively bombing each other right now. Sure. But they, you know, it's a very hostile, like they still have troops on both sides kind of like facing off there. Right. Yeah. So, um, but man, it was like we got there and you see, like, like I was saying, just people, they're just going about their normal life, you know, so it's really not super heavy on your mind. Or for me, it wasn't, it was just like exciting to be there and, and just like maybe in the middle of that, just give a little bit of encouragement or like, yeah, just kind of of an escape from Mm -hmm. what you know, whatever's going on or whatever. So I don't know. (laughs) Um what's the uh
0: What's the craziest thing that's happened to you since you've been on Cutlass? Like, I mean, I guess the shoe showbread thing. I just said shoebread. <laughs> I guess said said shoebread. I think uh, that's,
1: that's how the Jewish rabbis would say it, probably. <laughs> you think so? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we kind of heard, crazy. So like, what's your craziest story of Cutlass so far? Like, just
0: anything you can tell? Dude. Um, it's like, I can't believe this is happening, or something kind of just insane, or is it pretty chill over there?
1: Dude, I know this is so lame, but... It's mean, this, just this chill, right? Like I they can't their crap tell together. you how, like, how organized and like kind of easy this is. Like, and that's foreign, right? That's foreign to that's, Alex
0: and I, who've never been in a yes.
1: band with any
0: kind of organization
1: to that level. I'm sure. Yeah, it's yeah. like, and to me, it's it's so foreign because you know, coming from you know, I have played in other bands and stuff that like. It's, it's a lot of work to make anything happen. And yeah. so for me, which these guys, you know, they're pretty established. They've been around since I was like in. Yeah. For Elementary everybody. school or something. Elementary?
0: <laughs> I remember yeah. yeah. like in high school, but yeah. I don't
1: remember. Maybe, maybe I'm exaggerating a little bit. Yeah. But yeah. like, maybe, I don't know. I don't know. They've been a band, I think they say for 13 years. I say they, but yeah. John, Micah, and James have been, uh, in colours for like 13 years. Oh. So it's, it's really like they, they have run a very like clean operation. Like, and I, whereas in the other bands I was in, I feel like at times I would kinda have to step up and play like the manager role of like making decisions or like making uh-huh. things happen. But in this, it's like everybody, like they just let me know where to be and when. And it's that simple. <laughs> I just show up and like, yeah, play drums. I mean, you do you know? get, and
0: do you get help from the label at all? I mean, I know these guys are obviously professionals, right? Yeah. They've been doing this in the same band, same relationship yes. with these people for 13 years. They're professionals yeah. at this point, but I mean, does the label
1: kind of like deal with a lot you guys have road
0: managers,
1: tour managers? Um, we, So we have like a business manager who is really just like really good friends of John Micah and James, the two founding members of the band. So they just kind of like work together on making decisions. Uh, but it, we're really set up to where like whatever James and John Micah want to do, like that, that's what, and that is what ends up happening, you know? Um, so, but like when we're out on the road, we always do have a road manager and the way that works is like, they're just kind of like our voice to the show promoter, you know, yeah. if something is wrong, if like we need something that isn't at the venue or, or whatever, like that's the tour manager's job to like fix that with the promoter or, or whoever is like hosting us. So, um, like I said, you know, for my role in the band is like really easy because, <laughs> you know, like we have a manager that like takes care of things when we need them. And then we have a business manager that just like, keep keeps us all in the loop, you know. So mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like I need that for my day to day life. Right. Alex yeah. are, you, are you
0: eating Cheerios or something? <laughs> uh, Alex are you eating peanuts.
2: No, it's funny because I actually threw a couple of Cheerios in my mouth.
0: Really? I, mean, I, I, don't I,
2: know, it. I am my mind is blown right now. I, I <laughs> can tell, how did you I guess, guess
0: that. I've been cutting my carbs lately so my senses for carbs <laughs> are like uh extremely high. Cheerios, Is there a, a name for that gift? The gift of, like... Yeah, man. It's just called... Uh, food. Party. It's called <laughs> yeah. the
1: Atkins ear. The Atkins ear. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not doing an Atkins diet. For but. some reason, that kind of sounds gross. The Atkins yeah. ear. <laughs> yeah,
0: he's ate <laughs> up with <Draining>. that. <laughs> ate up with that Atkins ear, man. He's Drained had full-blown
2: Atkins. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> No, oh, man, I can hear food. Eat something else. Let's test it. No, 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 yeah, no, 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 no. Come on, go get something. Eat something. No,
2: th- you know, look, I'm not. I can't do that. You know why? Why? Because I have something um, uh, that is literally called. Uh, I think it. Well, actually, I think it's called misphonia or something. What? And hearing p- hearing people eat and the noises that they make with their mouth. That's like that's like the worst thing in the world to me.
0: Really? Does that make you throw up or something?
2: No, it just it just is like nails on a chalkboard. So, and so I I hear it all day like and I just it's so it it's so something that just drives me crazy and it, it the thing is is like with that like literally if you look it up um it uh th- it's weird like all those the ways that they describe it are exactly the way that my sister my twin sister and I've been where the sound of people eating um or somebody like uh clearing their nose or breathing heavy
0: that can be weird and
2: all these kind of things like if i hear them and the thing is is like they happen all day
0: Dude, you just nobody say-
2: else in the world ever listens to it and it's like <laughs> Nobody else hears it whenever this, you know, person is sitting in the lounge eating. Like it sounds like a horse or something. <laughs> the, so wait, it, 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 what was that?
0: So wait, so wait, um, so like the people like chewing with their mouth open like just freaking kill you. Yes. Really, it kills me. Well, Drew Porter, yes. you, you and Drew Porter do not need to hang out then. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hold on! No, I've, I've never it's been with
0: your reporter when he was not eating with his is mouth. Is this the thing? Two people no. talk like, am no. I known
1: for this? Oh,
0: no, dude, I'm kidding. No, <laughs> not be insecure about this. I am kidding. That was just eat with your mouth open that I recall. Um, now, there's, Maybe. there's this guy grew up with named Josh Davis. He did it a lot, but other than that, I can't recall anyone that just does that a lot. Josh Davis. Yeah. Okay.
2: <laughs> I looked it up on Wikipedia. It's called mis- misophonia.
0: Misophonia. Misophonia. M-I-S-S-O-P-H-O-M-I. Can I get a le- can I get a legit description of that? Can you read the definition?
2: Misophonia literally quote unquote hatred of sound <laughs> is a rare is a rarely diagnosed neuropsychiatric disorder in which negative emotions anger. Light disgust Are triggered by specific sounds The sounds can be loud or soft The term was coined by American neuroscientists Blah 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 And he referred to it as Selective sound sensitivity syndrome
1: I think everybody has
0: that right About some sound
2: Maybe so And so he says um, da, 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 da. So, if I,
0: so if I were chewing gum right now On this podcast
2: If you chewed it with your mouth closed, it wouldn't bother me.
0: But if I chewed it with my mouth wide open while I'm talking.
2: Dude, I listen to some podcasts every now and then, and if, if the people are, like, drinking and then, like,
0: Oh yeah, like mm. I will be.
2: I'm turn it off right then. I can't yeah. handle really? it. It's, yeah, one little clip of this or that, and it's yeah. I'm done.
1: See, I like to think that doesn't bother me, but if I if I imagine myself sitting down like early in the morning at the breakfast table eating some cereal, and like a roommate is sitting there chomping on some cereal, that would probably drive me crazy. Yeah, well, don't. I like to think or, I'm above it, but really <laughs> at the heart of it, I don't think I am. Drew Porter, don't get married then, dude. <laughs> oh, man. No, but, Alex, do your kids bother you, though? Because your kids got no, them. It's children. so funny. It's
2: so funny right. to me because, and my wife will point it out, because uh, m- my daughter will be eating, and it's just like, oh, God, I'm just, just <laughs> throwing something yeah. in the back seat, oh, just yeah. going at it. And uh Tiffany will look at me, and she goes, you don't even care because... You know, it's her. If it was anybody else in the world doing that, right. it would drive you crazy. And it's so true. It has no effect on me, even when they wow. then chew, you know, a banana or something, and it's, like, sounds awful. But for some reason, I don't get the same, like, I, I'll just, I, I I, can't stand it. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I don't, like, bring it up,
0: Right. You know? But now, never, uh, now, if, now if, I know if I ever see what I'm gonna do, though.
2: Yeah, well, if, if it's I a like dude a and I'm like, for you know, and, and it's getting out of hand, I'm gonna be like, "Hey, dude, you know, why don't you tone it down a, a couple <laughs> notches with <laughs> the smacking?" T- but totally. I don't ever just—I I rarely say anything about
1: it, right? Well, it'd be
2: rude. unless it's gonna make the person feel really stupid. I tell you, you gotta wait for the good times when it's a really harsh zing. (laughs) That way, they won't do it anymore and make me feel better.
0: Oh, so like, I mean, does that count? Do I have it if I hate the like, like forks and knives scratching plates, like go up my spine? Like, is that the same thing?
2: No, I think it's like it's whenever. Those kind of sounds, like, in general, bother you. Like, for me, and I'm just, I I always say that I have that just as me being stupid, but, um, in a, a, a way that I, a way that I would also describe, like, another thing that bothers me is in, um, in the movie theater. Oh, yeah. All of a sudden. My ears will hone in on the sound of people rustling through their popcorn bo- oh, popcorn no.
1: bags, Dude, and a- it's
2: everywhere, all the yeah. time, and it's going on the entire time. And then i I like I have to literally like try to just zone out for a second, it, it, or maybe like the sound of people like drinking their drinks all over the place, like during the movie. So yeah, it it it's crazy like that. But I
0: don't know. Yeah, I don't know if it's an age thing. I'm not a good moviegoer anymore because I do the same thing. Like I hear that stuff. And what's funny is like Courtney and I went to see Mad Max, great movie. Um, yeah. And we got random snacks. Like I said, like uh, I've been like not eating as many carbs lately, and she'll just kind of match my eating for whatever reason from time to time. So she decides to bring in um, the worst possible thing you could bring into a movie theater. She brings in poor crimes. <laughs> oh, my God. So, I would, so hate, y'all. I would uh, hate y'all. I would hate y'all in a movie. No, 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 look. I mean, uh, with, uh, babe, I love you. I'm sorry, but this was a mistake. And, like, I, this is just <laughs> no, Let's be honest with ourselves. Right. So, like, so those bags are already the worst. Like, of any package, the pork crimes bag is the worst, right? Cause it's just this air crunch bag thing. But sitting, <laughs>
2: wait, wait, wait! Have you seen Have you seen the Penguins of Madagascar movie that came out like within yeah. the last year? No, I have not. Well, there's this part. Uh, there's this quick part where the penguin. <laughs> there's a fox that's asking a penguin some questions, and he keeps interrupting him, crunching on uh, cheese puffs really, really slowly. <laughs> and every time he wants to like repeat his question, is just <laughs> crunching down on a cheese puff. It makes me think of how that movie would have gone for me.
0: Right, that's exactly how... Well, okay, so <laughs> it, it it could have been worse. It wasn't like a quiet movie with a lot of dialogue. It was Mad Max, so it's a lot of explosion, a lot of heavy music. But, so, so the first time I kind of noticed that this is happening is just the smell, like Drew was saying. Like, oh, yeah. The corny opens it, and like, the smell of pork rinds. I mean, like, you don't even have to eat. <laughs> you don't have to do Like, the smell of, like, pork rinds, like, fills the theater. It has to. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God. Someone doesn't know this shit. Because <laughs> that's not something you can really eat in theaters. So, like, no one knows what this really is, but the smell is happening. No, so there's the
2: some dude, he was like... <laughs> Somebody eating pork Dude, rinds. One, I didn't like, know they sell pork rinds here. Right.
0: <laughs> right,
1: so it's like, this guy that loves pork rinds. Man. Like he <laughs> lives, lives for pork rinds.
0: I got crack ones here, man.
1: <laughs> I like the hairy one.
0: Uh, so anyway, so she's eating, and she's got like the flaming hot flavor, so it's even like more potent. Mm. Uh, so she <laughs> opens it up, and I mean, like, dude, it's just Crunch City at this point. Like, and then it's like a, the only part that <laughs> the actual dialogue where like Charlie's staring and Mad Max is talking about something. It reveals like a thing in the plot, and I'm just like, Courtney, like, Courtney, please. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I was like, please don't try to like open the like do anything in the bag. Like, don't try to eat that. And no, deal. wait,
2: wait.
0: Excuse like, and I'm just you know, but I, obviously I sound like a dick, right? Like,
2: <laughs> yes, you're of course you do.
0: To everyone else in here, like, you're the people we complain about every other time we're in the theater. Like, I mean, I didn't say that, but I'm like, hey, hey don't. I mean, I'm like, you hey, don't get Like, nudging her. (laughs) No, but you got to go, here's what you got to say. Hey, can I tell you something?
2: Yeah, and you say, you promise not to get mad. Right. And then they're like, okay, and then you're like, you're making a whole lot of sound.
0: Right. It's like, and it's one of those things, like, I just just think she doesn't doesn't even, she's not even thinking about it. Because I think she understands. But we just didn't think it through, and that's my fault too, right? Because I'm like, yeah, pork crimes, this is a good idea to take them to the movies. Like, my brain was like, yeah, get whatever you want. Um, but yeah, man, it would just, it filled the room, and like, uh, then, you know, she's doing that, and I'm just thinking, like, oh, I'm such a jerk date right now. But she's a jerk moviegoer, so like, do I care about the people more or her more? Do I say something? Do I, you know? So, but we got through it, man. They,
2: those pork crimes were special to her.
0: I mean, yeah, I guess so. Right. Yeah, man, I mean, she was enjoying
1: them loudly. <laughs> This kind of reminds me of, uh, okay, so my church here in Nashville is called The Belonging. Right. We meet on Tuesday nights. So last night, I'm at church, and, like, I kept getting this whiff of something. Like, <laughs> jump start. I, I, I had no idea what it was, but it was something very strong. I was like, what is this smell? So finally, like, it I was noticed. Bad. It was bad. It, well, it wasn't quite bad. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know if it was good or bad. I couldn't decide. I just needed to know what the source of this smell was. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. So, so, this, I look up, this girl sitting, like, in front of me is eating an orange in church. I'm like, in oh. In church! So, that are, so that's the smell, okay? So she's eating this orange. I look up beside her, she has, like, it's not a purse, but it's, it's like a big wallet. This yeah. thing is chock full of oranges. <laughs> chock full she, of oranges. She had like 10 oranges in this purse thing sitting beside her in church. I'm like, How many again.
2: did she eat throughout the service?
1: She ate at least three. <laughs> yes, 30? I'm like, what are you doing? Are you like, why? Yeah, that's a Courtney move, man. I love her. <laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs> but dude, that is like she be craving it. I mean, and you know that's I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of defend that girl because yeah. you are meeting at seven o'clock like on a weeknight, so like she's probably thinking like just hungry. All oh, got this bag of oranges. Just uh, there, I go to the but, this. You know, I don't know. That is random. But,
1: and it's just not like I couldn't enjoy it because I would the whole time in my mind I'm thinking I know everyone can smell these oranges. <laughs> You get like me. You start like right. Thinking about others,
0: like man. Yeah, I hate this for everybody else. I'm cool. It's not me, right? <laughs> but I know everybody around me hates me right now. Right, but I mean <laughs> I know like it's pissing everybody else off. Yeah, totally. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, <clears throat> so <laughs>
2: I'm I'm cool, but everybody else is pissed. When right. You speak up. You speak up about it. You're like, hey. Yeah, you need to change this, right. and then, and then the person's like, "You don't even care," and you're like, "Yeah," then everybody else is pissed.
0: <laughs> I'm actually enjoying it, but I know everyone's mad. I'm just a mediator. I'm being controlled by telling.
2: I I really I really love the way oranges smell, but everybody else, I'm pretty sure they're pissed off right now.
1: Yeah, they don't like the smell of oranges in church. It's not. It was. It- I just – when I smelled it, I did – I had no idea it was oranges. Well, how would you – like, your brain's not associating the smell of oranges in church, right? Like, w- right, not at all. I, I like – so. Maybe they were a little soured or something, but
2: – There's a girl in my class –
1: sorry. <laughs> I know you're
2: gonna There's a girl in my class, and she gets apples, and she'll sit on the front row, and um, she's just sitting there on the front row with her green apple slices – Oh, and no. it's like quiet, dark classroom, and that's the only thing that I can hear.
0: Bro, that's Courtney. And
2: yeah. I, I got her attention, and I was like, hey, <laughs> it's, it's, those apples are crunchy. Like, those are very crunchy apples. <laughs>
0: yeah. like bad. Yep. I'm cool with it, but everybody else is pissed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even bothered by the sound of those green apples. But everyone else furious. And she she thought you were upset over the sound, but then you continued with, "How do you get your apples so crunchy? That's right. really cool."
2: You're like, "I'm really thrown off." I actually want some more crunchy apples in my life, but I choose not to because everybody else is pissed. <laughs>
1: Hi everyone, this is Jesse. I was not able to make it to this recording. I've been very busy in the past few weeks. Kyle and Alex and Drew were kind enough to uh, record an episode for me. It's quite a a good long episode, so I split it up into two parts. And you can look forward to hearing the second part in the weeks to come. Uh, I am also traveling to Los Angeles soon, where Mark Park lives. So we're actually going to get an episode with Mark Park and I in the same room, so look forward to that too. Uh, Thank you, everyone, for your patience. I know uh, updating has not been very frequent lately, but it's going to be more consistent moving forward. I hope you enjoyed it, and uh, look out for the next episode.
0: Sit, Ubu, sit. Good dog.
1: So, I would say Keeve is the safe answer on that one.
2: Yeah, yeah because of the... I, I see exactly...
1: Whoa. Whoa.
0: We've lost Alex. We have lost
2: Alex in a tornado. Oh, oh my God. Oh, I, I made it. My, my uh, headset was ripped from my face uh, <laughs> rather dramatically as I forgot that it was connected to an Xbox One controller. Right. <laughs>